Tekla a Swedish Saga Part Four The Punishment by Lady Jane Francesca Wilde Recording by Larry Wilson Full seven years have passed and flown, but years or Tekla lightly pass, as rose leaves falling one by one from roses on the summer grass. It is our bridal day, she said. We're bidden to a christening feast. I'll wear the robe I had when wed, the robe I love of all the best. I'll wear my crown of jewels rare, on brow and bosom let them shine. Yet diamonds in my golden hair were dull beside these eyes of mine. She laughed aloud before the glass. Some women's hair would turn to grey with cares, ere half the years did pass I've numbered since my wedding day. But they were mothers, fools, I trow. Life's current all too quickly runs. I would not give my beauty now for all their goodly race of sons. She sprang upon her palfrey white, while Eric held the broidered rein, and showered down her veil of light upon the flowing silky mane. The guests rose up in wonderment. Such beauty never had been seen, and bowed before her as she went, as if she were a crowned queen. The knights pressed round with words of praise, and murmured homage in her ear, and swore to serve her all their days, e'en die for her, would she but hear. But vainly, all in vain, they sought one answering smile of love to win. Upon her soul there lieth not, save that one only deadly sin. I pray you now, I fain would have so fair an angel hold my child, the mother said, and smiling gave to Tecla's arms her infant mild. Advancing slow, with stately air, beside the font she took her place, the infant like a rosebud fair, nestling amid her bosom's lace. She lays it on the bishop's arm, the while he makes the blessed sign, and sains it safe from ghostly harm, by father spirit son divine then reaches out her hands again to take it but with moaning sound like one distraught with sudden pain falls pale and fainting to the ground she has no children eric said as pleading for the strange mischance this only grief since we were wed has saddened sore her life perchance she has no children murmured low the happy mothers gathered near no child to love her bitter woe no child to kiss her on her bier the graver matron shook the head that which like beauty bodes no good which hands can never hold tis said a child just blessed by holy rood they raised her up she spake no word but slowly drooped her tearful eyes the rushing wave was all she heard the whirling wheels, the infant's cries. And Eric said with bitter smile, You play the mother all too ill. Madonnas do not suit your style. Her thoughts were by the lonely mill. They set her on her palfrey white. She heeds not all their taunting sneers, but showers down her veil of light to hide the conscious, guilty tears. They rode through all his vast estate, but rode in silence, he behind, sore pondering on his childless fate, with ruffled brow and moody mind. 
they rode through shadowy forest glades by meadows filled with lowing kine by streams that ran like silver threads down from the dark fringed hills of pine alas he thought no child of mine when i am dead shall take my place must all the wealth of all my line pass to a hated kinsman's race now by sword i'd give up all wealth fame and glory all i've won so that within my father's hall beside me stood a noble son he saw her white veil floating back along the twilight gray and still like ghostly shadows on her track her thoughts were by the lonely mill and now they neared the ancient church the ancient church where they were wed the moonlight full upon the porch shone bright and eric raised his head o oh, heaven there upon the lawn the palfrey shadow stands out clear but teclas shadow it is gone nor form nor floating veil is there he spurred his steed with bitter cry could she have fallen in deathly swoon but no there slowly riding by he sees her by the bright full moon with gesture fierce he seized her rein woman or fiend look if you dare the palfrey casts a shadow plain but yours oh horror is not there she gathered close her silken veil and wrung her hands and prayed for grace while down from heaven the calm moon pale looked like god's own accusing face he flung aside the broidered rain oh woe the day that we were wed a witch-bride to my arms i've taken branded by god's own finger dread she followed weeping step by step led by the unseen hand of fate still keeping in the shadows deep until they reached the castle gate he strode across the corridor and rolling back upon its ring the curtain of her chamber door he motioned her to enter in she laid aside her silken veil the cold encirclet from her head and waited motionless and pale like one uprisen from the dead could she deny e'en if she would the moonlight wrapped her like a sheet and in the accusing light she stood as if before god's judgment seat brief were his questions stern his wrath a doom seemed laid on her to tell how with the ring of plighted troth her hand had wrought the murderous spell how she had marred his ancient line and broke the life-cord that should bless and sent the seven fair souls to pine back to the shades of nothingness that so her beauty might not wane her glorious beauty fatal good yet one she would not lose to gain the rights of sacred motherhood and still she told the tale as cold the witch-fire burning in her eyes as if it were some legend old drawn from a poet's memories he cursed her in his bitter wrath he cursed her by her children dead he cursed the ring of plighted troth he cursed the day when they were wed fierce and more fierce his accents rose away he cried false hag of sin i see through all this painted glows the black and hideous soul within o false and foul thou art to me a devil not a woman fair 
like coiling snakes i seem to see each twisted tress of golden hair i hate thee as i hate god's foe forth from my castle halls this night i could not breathe the air if so thy poison breath were here to blight she cowered shivered spake no word but fell before him at his feet as if an angel of the lord had smote her at the judgment seat and on her heart there came at last the dread deep consciousness of sin that ghastly spectre which had cast upon her life this suffering and from her hand the gold ring fell her wedding ring and broke in twain the fatal ring that wrought the spell the accursed ring of love and pain the spell seemed broken then the word came softly breathed o oh, pardon grace and pleadingly to her dread lord she lifted up her angel face with golden tresses all unbound still lovely through her shame and loss around his feet her arms she wound as sinner might around the cross he dashed her twining hands aside he spurned her from him as she knelt oh hateful beauty eric cried the source of all thy hellish guilt pray for a cloud that can eclipse that long white streak of moonlight pale no word of grace from mortal lips can bring a ruined soul from hell away i would not pardon not i swear by the holy rood unless upon that hated spot an angel with a lily stood she shuddered in the moonlight pale that doomed and banned her from his sight then rose up with a bitter wail and fled away into the night end of poem this recording is in the public domain